Well, hello and welcome to Monday Motivation. I am Pastor Daryl. So glad to be with you guys again. Um, been looking forward to this, excited about tonight's uh, teaching. Uh, and I pray that you have uh, had a wonderful day on today. Hey, Amen. listen, I just want to remind you before we get started on tonight uh, about our new, uh, brand new ebook that is on Amazon. Uh, it's called Acceptable Prayer. And if you were to type in my name along with the title, uh, you will be able to find that. Also, we have a brand new uh, 30-day prayer journal that I am sure uh, you would be happy to uh, add this to your uh, library. Uh, so again, if you type in my, my name and the title, uh, it will bring it up for you. I want to remind you of the uh, Save Girls Rocks t-shirts. Uh, my wife has had several orders of that. Hold on one moment, please. Um, we're having some feedback. Just one moment here. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, and I have the one of the Save Girls Rock uh, t-shirts here. And we pray that you would avail yourselves to those. Uh, we've been having some uh, great momentum and feedback with uh, the ladies ordering uh, their shirts. And I've just made this thing with the Save Girls Rocks t-shirts. Very exciting. Um, I don't know if you remember, um, it was a, a few weeks ago while we were teaching on Friday Night Live that uh, my wife mentioned uh, Save Girls Rocked and a few of the women uh, responded. And so she decided that I'm going to go ahead and have some T-shirts made up. And they just responded in, uh, by sending in their orders. Some ordered more than one. So they've made it really exciting Uh and my wife is really happy about how uh, the sales are going. I am too. It's, it's, it's been really exciting to see how everyone has responded uh, to these t-shirts. I also want to remind you that our cash app is up. You know, it's no pressure to give, but we've been producing quality content for about three years strong, quality, consistent content for about three years long. And if we are a blessing to you in any way, and if our if our if if our ministry is helping your life in any way, we ask that if you desire to sow tonight, the cash app is there, no pressure. But if if this ministry is of value to you, avail yourselves to the cash app, and it'll be much appreciated. So let's get into the teaching on tonight. We're going to be coming from Ephesians, uh, the third chapter, and we're going to be talking about stretch on tonight. Ephesians, the third chapter, our key verse is the 20th verse, but I'm going to pick it up at the 14th verse. It says, for this cause, I bow my knee, uh, knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul uh, praying. Uh, Paul is actually praying uh, for the Ephesians church faith at this time. So it says, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all fullness of God. Our key verse, verse 20. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Again, we're talking about 
stretch on tonight. So, Pastor, what does stretch mean? I'm glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. Stretch is uh, being able to be made uh, longer or wider without tearing or breaking. Again, stretch literally means to be made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. I'm going to say it again. Stretch means to be made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. So again, here we have Paul praying for the faith of the Ephesians church. His, his, his prayer begins in verse 14. It crescendos in verse 20 with these words. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding, not exceedingly, but exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. This verse is literally a challenge. It was a challenge to the Ephesians church, and it's a challenge to you and I on tonight that our asking and our thinking would be stretched. In other words, Paul is telling the Ephesians church, you're not asking uh, uh, enough of God. You're not believing enough of God. And so Paul is literally challenging the Ephesian church to, to stretch what they're asking and believing God for. And so on tonight, I want to ask you to stretch your asking, stretch your thinking, stretch what you are believing God for. I want you to, I want to remind you that again, stretch means to be made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. We need to be able to stretch in what we ask for. We need to be able to stretch in what we think of our God. We need to be able to stretch in what we are believing God for. So Paul literally challenged the Ephesians church. And again, I'm challenging you on tonight to stretch, to stretch, stretching what you're asking, stretching what you're thinking, stretching what you are believing God for. Now stretch, I want to give you another definition. Stretch is also learning in the spirit how to be flexible, subtle, bendable in the hand of the Lord. Let me say that again. It's learning in the spirit how to be flexible, subtle, bendable in the hand of the Lord. Now we stretch in the morning, or at least we should, at least we should. We stretch in the morning uh, we stretch after sitting for long periods of time. We stretch before and after exercise, if you're going to do it properly. Baseball has a seventh inning stretch. Track has a, uh, a home stretch at the end. I want you to understand that God can stretch us in a myriad uh, of ways, but I want you to concentrate on what... Uh, you're believing God for on tonight. Your asking and your thinking has to be stretched on tonight. And I pray that what I'm going to say is going to cause your asking and your thinking to be stretched on tonight. Now, Paul's prayer consisted of that they will be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, in the inner man, that they will be strengthened by might in the inner man. Listen, I don't care what anybody say. I know we used to sing an old song that said, you know, I looked at my hands, they were new. Uh, my feet, they were new. It, it's an inside job. Whatever you look like before you got saved, you still look like that. If you had a hammer toe, you still got that. It's an inside, it's an inside job. So Paul prays that they would be strengthened by might, uh, by his spirit, on the in the inner man, the inner man. Then he prays that uh, that Christ would dwell in their hearts by faith. It's an inside job that they will be rooted and grounded in love. It's an inside job that they would be that they would uh, comprehend the breadth, the length, the 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 depth, and the height of God. Uh, to know the love of God, uh, that they would be filled with all the fullness of God. And again, I want to remind you know you don't you don't get full full on the outside, you get full on the inside. It, it, again, it's an inside job. So Paul's prayer crescendos with 
him, re him reminding them about the ability of the God that they were serving. He told them, your God is, a, is able to do exceeding abundantly above everything that you ask and think, everything. So I like to say it like this, God's ability begins with the limitation of your mind ends. So you're not thinking uh, uh, long enough, wide enough, deep enough. You're not asking long enough, wide enough, deep enough. And so again, I come to stretch you on tonight. Glory to God. To stretch you in your asking. To stretch you in your thinking. To stretch you in what you are believing God for. I love, again, how Paul's prayer uh, crescendos in the 20th verse about the ability of God. It's, it's a culmination of, ah, hallelujah, it's a culmination of the vastness, uh, the enormousness, the immenseness of the God that you serve, uh, exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I want you to stretch on tonight. Glory to God. Somebody say stretch. Why don't you just type stretch in the comments? Say, I'm stretching on tonight. I'm stretching on tonight. I need to stretch in my asking. I need to stretch in my thinking. I need to stretch in my believing. The challenge is to stretch on tonight, to think longer, wider, deeper, about the, uh, the ability of the God that you serve. I wanna say that again, the, the, the challenge is to stretch longer, wider, and deeper. And you're asking and you're thinking about the God that you serve. I'm stretching on tonight. Hallelujah, I'm stretching on tonight. Are your prayers challenging God? Are your prayers presenting a challenge to the God that's able to do all? Or are you praying small, safe prayers? Paul said he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. Are you praying prayers that are exceeding? Are you praying prayers that are challenging on tonight? If not, I want to ask you to stretch. If not, I'm commanding you to stretch on tonight. In the name of Jesus, you, you've played it safe for far too long. It's time to stretch on tonight. It's time to stretch on tonight. You know what I understand? This is what I understand. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like people that, you know, have false uh, pretenses and pretend like there's something else that they're not. This is what I understand. What I understand is that our prayers cannot be based off uh what we feel, how we feel, uh, our worthiness, uh, but it's about his ability. Our asking and thinking, if you will admit it, let's put it like this, if you will admit it, your asking and thinking is based on your feelings, your feelings of how saved you are, your feelings of how good you're living, your feelings of how worthy you are to be asking God for what you are asking for. Listen, I want to know, I want you to understand that I, I, I understand this more than I would like to. I can remember years ago, uh, there were some things that I wanted for God, but I put them on the back burner because I didn't feel I was living saved enough I didn't feel I was living good enough to ask God for those things at those at that, that at that time. So I said, I'm gonna put these on the back burner. I'm gonna wait until I'm really saved. Then I'll ask God for this, that, and such. That's you on tonight. You don't think you're worthy of asking God for those things that, that you know your heart desire. The scripture says he'll give us our heart's desire. Your prayers right now are shaped by how you feel God feels about you. Your prayers are shaped by how uh, uh, saved you feel. 
your prayers are shaped by how good you feel you're uh, li you're living. Your prayers are shaped by your your word your feelings of worthiness. He never Paul never included anything about their worthiness, how saved they were, any mistake they made, but he reminded them that they needed to stretch because the God that they were serving. The God that you're serving on tonight is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Glory to God. He's able. I want to ask you again on tonight. Are your prayers challenging the God that you serve on tonight? Or are your prayers safe? Are your prayers safe to the point that where if God doesn't come through, you're not let down? Are you playing it safe to the point where if God doesn't come through, it really doesn't matter. Are you playing it safe to where if God doesn't come through, you're not really let down? Glory to God. I come to challenge you on tonight in what you are asking and thinking for, what you are believing God for on tonight. I want you to stretch. I want you, as Paul challenged the church, to be able to comprehend, glory to God, his, his, his length and depth, his height, his love for us. His, his ability is not based on how good you're living. His ability is not based on how saved you are. His ability is not based on your worthiness, your feelings of worthiness. Our asking and thinking is, is rooted and grounded in the fact that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above. Hallelujah. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. So that means my asking needs to come up several notches. My thinking needs to come up several notches. What I'm believing for needs to come up several notches. Are you stretching on tonight? Type in the comments, I'm stretching on tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the fact is, is that he saved us according to his infinite vastness, enormousness, immenseness, ability. Glory to God. He saved us. Let me say that again. He saved us according to his infinite vastness, enormousness, immenseness, ability. I'm stretching on tonight. Hallelujah. And I pray that I'm saying something that's causing you to stretch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our asking and believing has to stretch. Our asking and believing has to stretch. Our prayer should, 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 should to challenge God. Are your prayers challenging God on tonight? You might say, Pastor, how can my prayers challenge God? Well, they got to come up. They got to come up. You got to get out of that, that area of playing it safe. If your prayers are so small, again, on tonight, if your prayers are so small that, you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, it really didn't matter. If, if you aren't let down by unanswered prayer, if you put a prayer out there to God and he doesn't come through, it ought to mean something to you. It ought to mean something to you. I'm stretching on tonight. I want you to stretch on tonight. You know, there's some things that you have to do to stretch. And I'm not saying this to brag, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm going to say this to help you in your ability to stretch. My wife and I have been fasting for the last 30 days, going with just about one meal a day. Why? Because we want to know God 
in new ways. We want to see God show up in our lives in ways that we haven't experienced. I want answered prayer. You know, there's some promises that are made to us that if we fast the right way, Isaiah 58, there's a there's a number of promises in there. And I love it because he said, I, I will be like a, a, a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. He said that I would uh, ride upon the high places of the earth. He said that he would give me uh, guidance and answers to prayer when I fast right. He said that he would make my bones fat, that he would cause me to come out of obscurity. See, when you get serious with God, you'll make the necessary sacrifice. And I'm tired of playing church as usual. I don't want to play it safe anymore. I don't want to play it safe anymore. I want to challenge you on tonight not to play it safe. Challenge, put some prayers before God that you know only God can do. If your paycheck can do it, if the strength of your biceps can get it done, you need to, you need to come up several notches in your asking and your thinking. I want to see some things happen in my life, in, in our lives, that only God can do. Only God can do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, uh, uh, Pastor Abrams. Challenge. Yes, sir. I want to pray prayers that only God can do. I've played it safe long enough. Glory to God. It's time to grow up and mature in my faith. And I need to stretch in my asking and my thinking. Ephesians 3.20, there's three words there, exceeding, abundantly above. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of definitions that, that I love, and I pray that they're going to be helpful to you. That word exceeding means to be uncommon. It means to be unique and unusual. It means to a very great degree, in a, in a degree beyond what is usual. It means greatly and very much. So God, God wants to bless you in ways that are uncommon, in ways that are unique, beyond what is usual when you play it safe, beyond what is usual when you don't dare to take risk in prayer. It's time to stretch on tonight. It's time to stretch on the on tonight. Now that word that word uh, abundantly is a Greek word uh, parisos, and it means super abundance, super abundance, excessive, overflowing, over and above, more than enough, extraordinary, above the ordinary, more than sufficient. God wants to bless you in an excessive, overflowing way on tonight. But that's not going to happen if we're playing it safe. Glory to God. So I'm stretching in my asking and my thinking on tonight. I challenge you to stretch in your asking and your thinking on tonight. In a degree beyond what's usual. Glory to God. Do you hear me on tonight? God wants to bless you in a degree beyond what is usual. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the usual. I want to be blessed in, in a super abundant way. I want to be blessed in an excessive, overflowing, over and above kind of way. In my bank account, in my marriage, in my kids, in my ministry, in what I put my hands to do. I want to see God in every area of my life in a super abundant, excessive, overflowing and beyond type of a way. I don't want just the usual. I don't want the usual. As my wife likes to say, she wants God to overwhelm. She wants to be overwhelmed by God. And that's been our that's been our prayer. God, I want to be overwhelmed in my finances. I want to be overwhelmed by your, by your, uh, the blessings of God. And that's scripture, because you said it will pour out 
uh, he said he will open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing that we wouldn't have room enough to just to receive. So that's scripture. But she she's been saying it, and we've been confessing it that we are going to be overwhelmed in our finances, in our bank accounts, in our marriage, in our ministry, our kids, our grandkids. Overwhelm everything, God. Every every area of our lives, even those that are attached to us, overwhelm them, God. In the name of Jesus. And to the degree that he saved us, glory to God, to the degree that he saved us, it was super abundant. It was over and beyond. It was excessive and overflowing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say I'm stretching. Somebody say I'm stretching. Now, I'm going to give you a few scriptures. I'm going to give you a few scriptures here. And I'm going over to the book of Exodus, the seventh chapter. Every one of these scriptures... I want you to know before I even give it to you that it's it's a stretch for every one of these uh, scriptures in Exodus the seventh chapter and the nineteenth verse it says and the Lord spake unto Moses say unto Aaron take thy rod and stretch out thine hand stretch we're talking about stretch on tonight right it says stretch out thine hand upon the waters of Egypt upon their streams upon their rivers and upon their ponds and upon their pools of water, that they may become blood, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in the vessels of wood and in the vessels of stone. To do this, had to, had, it, it was a stretch to do this. Why? It had never been done. And I want you to understand on tonight, if God is going to do some things in your life that has never been done, it's going to require you to stretch in your asking and your thinking. We're stretching on tonight. We're stretching on tonight. Exodus 8 and 5. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, says, Say unto Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land. Again, He's doing something that's never been done. And I want you to understand that if you're going to have God to move in a super abundant, overflowing, excessive kind of way, it's going to require you to stretch. You're going to have to do some things that you've never done before to get God to do some things that he has never done before in your life. You got to stretch on tonight. Your asking and your thinking has to come up. Your believing has to come up. Glory to God. Eight. Uh, Exodus 8 at the uh, 16th verse, it says, and the Lord said unto Moses, say unto Aaron, stretch out thy rod and smite the dust of the land that it may become lice throughout all the land. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with the rod and smote the dust of the earth and it became lice in man. When you stretch, I want you to understand on tonight, when you stretch, Something ought to happen. Maybe you're dealing with some stubborn situations. Maybe you're dealing with some things you've been praying about for a long time. I want you to understand when you stretch, something ought to happen. Something ought to happen. At the 21st verse. And I'm going to read down to the 24th verse. It says, else if thou will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee and upon thy servants and upon thy people into the houses uh, and the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of, full of swarms of flies and also the ground whereon they are. And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen in which my people dwell that no swarms of flies shall be there. To the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. I will put a division between my people and my people. Tomorrow shall be this sign. And the Lord did so. And there became a grievous swarm of flies in the house of, of Pharaoh. When you stretch, something ought to happen. If God speaks to you and and require you to go in a fast like he did like he has done with my wife and I uh, our fast just ended yesterday 
it may it may it may be a stretch for you it may be a stretch for you to fast seven hours maybe it's a stretch for you to fast uh, at all however god's not going to lead you to do something and then not enable you to do it but it's still going to require you to stretch you've played it you've played it safe for far too long it's time to come up in the area of your asking and your thinking on tonight it's time it's time to stretch exodus 9 um i'm going to read at the first verse it says then the Lord said unto Moses, go in unto Pharaoh and tell him, thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For if thou refuse to let them go and will hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon my cattle, which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a grievous moraine. In other words, there's going to be a disease in the animals. It says, and the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall, there shall nothing die of all that is the children of Israel. And the Lord appointed a set time, saying, tomorrow, this, uh, tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. And the Lord did that thing on the morrow, and all the cattle of the Egyptians died, but the cattle of the children of Israel died not. When you move as God is asking you to move, God is going to back up his word. Praise the Lord, God's girl. If you if you accept the challenge on tonight to stretch, as Paul challenged the Ephesians church, I want you to understand that something ought to happen. If God is challenging you to fast, if God is challenging you to pray daily, maybe God is challenging you to challenging you to increase the length of your time spent in prayer. Maybe he is challenging you to devote more time in the study of his word. Whatever the challenge is on tonight, when you accept the challenge, when you stretch, God is going, God is going to move on your behalf. But you have to increase the level of your asking, your thinking, and what you are believing God to do for you. Again, we cannot let our worthiness determine what we ask God for. We cannot allow how how saved we feel to determine what we can ask God for, or what we can believe God for. We we ask based simply on the ability of the God that we're serving, and this is why Paul Paul's prayer again crescendoed with about the ability of God. He said he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think we need to stretch on tonight at the eighth verse it says and the lord said unto moses and Aaron, take you handful of ashes uh of the furnace and let moses sprinkle in toward the heaven in the sight of pharaoh and it shall become small dust in the land of egypt and it shall be a boil breaking forth with blames upon man and upon listen these things that God are God's leading them to do, they had never been done. Do you do you think there may they, that there uh, was some some level of, of doubt that Moses experienced? I'm sure that there was, but he still believed enough to accept the challenge and do exactly how as God was leading him. You got to stretch on tonight. You know, I've heard many testimonies of people going in. I, I remember one lady said she went to a car dealership, had no money, had credit, sat there from the time the place opened uh, until the uh, it was just about closing. And the manager of the place came out because she said, I'm not leaving until, you know, I get to get a car. She said, the Lord told me to come and she left with the brand new car. You got a stretch on tonight. That might be a stream. You may be too embarrassed to go in there and sit with no money and no credit until somebody at the Lord sent you. You may be too embarrassed, but she wasn't. And see, this is what I want you to understand tonight. You're going to have to get out of your feelings. You got to get out of your feelings. You got to get out of, 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 of the of having the ability to be embarrassed or shamed. What if, what, if, what if God challenges you to do something that embarrasses you? 
You got to stretch on tonight. Got to stretch on tonight. And your asking and your thinking you has to stretch on tonight. I'm stretching on tonight. I'm stretching on tonight. At the 22nd verse, at the 22nd verse, 22nd verse, it reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth thine hands toward heaven, that there may be hell in all the land of Egypt upon man and upon beast and upon every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. It says, And Moses stretched forth his rod toward the heaven, and the hell and fire ran along upon the ground, and the Lord rained hell upon the land of Egypt. I want you to understand that Moses isn't just this champion of faith. These things had never been done. So every, every, every instance that God is telling Moses to do something, it's something that had never been done. And he had to stretch. He had to stretch in what, in what God to, to do what God was commanding him to do. He had to stretch. Maybe you've never stretched before. Maybe you don't know what that's like. Maybe you can't conceive a better life. Maybe you can't conceive what God is challenging you to do. Maybe it just doesn't make sense. Maybe it's not adding up for you. But if somebody told me to raise my hands and that the hell the hell was going to come down and fire was going to run along the ground, I might I might have some doubts. I'm sure I would. But here Moses is accepting the challenge of God and stretching and doing what God was leading him to do. You got to stretch on tonight. You got to put down the pacifier. You got to take off the dirty diaper. You got to grow up and you got to stretch in God. You got to stretch on tonight. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good in the natural when you stretch sometimes. Sometimes it hurts. But if you want to stretch and lengthen your muscles, you got to do what's necessary. You got to you got to be able to do it sometimes uh, through the pain. Sometimes spiritually, you're going to have to stretch through the pain. I know sometimes your life doesn't look like what the word says. That, that you're more than an overcomer. I know that your life isn't matching to what the word says. The scripture lets us know that Jesus had to endure that kind of contradiction because it wasn't looking like who he was. He was the king. He was born king. So sometimes it's not going to look like what you're even confessing. But in order for it to get to what you are confessing, you're going to have to stretch. Hallelujah. My asking, my thinking has to stretch if I'm ever going to arrive to the place that God is trying to take me. You may be the only one that's saved in your life, in, in, your, in your family. So it's so important what you do. It's so important what your life is forecasting. Why? Because somebody is watching. You don't have time to sit on the sideline. You don't have time to take timeouts. You got to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. Stretch on tonight. At the 29th verse, it says, And Moses said unto him, As soon as I am gone out of the city, I will spread abroad my hands unto the Lord, and the thunder shall cease. Uh, neither shall there be any more hell, that thou mayest know how that the earth is the Lord's. The hell was going to, the hell was going to, was going to cease because the man of God said so. But again, I want to remind you that this had never been done. So nobody's in, and nobody in your family has ever been saved. You're the first one. It's going to require you to stretch. Yes, there's going to be some tight places. Yes, there's going to be some times where, where you feel like you're all alone. It's going to require you to stretch. Yes, there's going to be times where you, you feel like giving up. Yes, there's going to be sometimes when you feel like sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes it, we all going to experience times like that. But those times are the times that God is requiring you to stretch. You got to stretch on tonight. The 10th chapter, Exodus, the 10th chapter at the uh, 12th verse. And it says, and the Lord said unto Moses. And I want you to get something here. 
everything that's going on with Moses is happening with the Lord saying something. If you are if you are are living saved, God going to speak to you. You shouldn't just feel like I'm just going at this by myself. God ought to speak to you. And yes, he does speak in an audible voice. I've heard him speak to me in an audible voice uh, maybe uh, two or three times. But he speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through the preached word. He preached, he he talks to us to uh, through situations and circumstances. God ought to be speaking to you. And you should not feel like you just have to go at it alone all the time. I love Isaiah 30, 21. It says, and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, this is the way walk ye in when you turn to the right and when you turn to the left. In other words, wherever you go, whichever way you take, God is going to direct your, your path. At the... At the uh, Exodus 10 and uh, 12, it says, stretch out thy hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts that they may come up upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hell left. Uh, verse 13, it says, and Moses stretched forth his, his rod over the land of Egypt and the Lord brought the east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. And the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested in the coast of Egypt. Very grievous were they. Before them, there were no such locusts as they. Neither after them shall be such. So here Moses is doing something that the scripture tells us this had never been done before. And it hasn't been done since. I want you to understand that God wants to move in a way in your life that has never been done. He wants to move in your family in ways that has never been done. <clears throat> he wants to move in your children in ways that have never been done. He wants to move in your finances in ways that have never been done. He wants to move in your marriage in ways that have never been done. He wants to favor you uh, on your job in ways that have never been done. This has never been done. None of these situations had ever been done. And it required Moses to stretch. And again, I want to remind you on tonight, you got to stretch. You got to stretch on tonight. Now, I'm going to take you down to the 21st verse. It says, and the Lord said unto Moses, again, the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any man from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwelling. Again, here is Moses doing something that had never been done. And if you are going to see God move in the super abundant, excessive, overflowing, out of the box kind of way, it's going to require for you to stretch on tonight in your asking and in your thinking, in your asking and in your thinking. Now I want to take you over to Exodus, the 14th chapter. Say I'm stretching on tonight in the comment. Exodus, the 14th chapter, uh, in the 15th verse, you'll find these words. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on their own dry ground through the midst of the sea. Here, this is Moses uh, dividing the Red Sea. My God. Dividing a sea. The man, the, the man of God is dividing the sea at the word of the Lord. Listen, 
there, there's going to be a time when God speaks to you that it's going to be beyond your comprehension. You're going to have to stretch. I want you to understand Moses was a man just like you and I. I believe he had to come up in his believing and what he thought, what was God was able to do. These things had never been done before. Here the man of God is dividing a sea at the word of God. You know, there's some things that's going on in your life that God may want to divide and help you walk out of. But you're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Glory to God. You are going to have to stretch. Now, let me give you. One more scripture in the book of uh, Mark. And I love this. I love this uh, scripture in Mark 3. Mark 3, it says, if I can get there, pages are sticking together. Mark 3. Mark 3 and 5. And it says, uh, and when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand, and he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. Now, I want you to understand what's going on here is uh, it's the Sabbath day, and they were being challenged uh, if, if Jesus should really heal on the Sabbath day. Now, they were held up because the Sabbath day. But I want you to understand when God gets ready to move, he will break all the rules for you. Here it is. This man is dealing with the withered hand, but he had to stretch to get his healing. I want you to know on tonight, you cannot be held up by outward circumstances. You cannot be held up by what other people think, by what other people feel, by what other people feel. You're going to have to stretch. And again, you may be the first one in your family that God has ever saved. But it's going to require you to stretch on tonight. If you're going to be all that God is calling you to be, you're going to have to stretch. I know uh, you may not understand what's going on. You may feel like giving up. But you've given up in the past. How many other things have you given up on? I want you to know that you cannot give up on tonight. You're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to stretch. Now, they allowed, again, they allowed the customs of the day to get in the way of this man being healed. Who are you allowing to get in your way of what God is trying to take you? What old situation is preventing you from getting to where God is trying to take you? You're going to have to stretch on tonight. What are you allowing to stop you from stretching? You're asking, you're thinking, and believing. What are you allowing to stop you from, your, from stretching? And you're asking, you're thinking, and you're believing. You know, I want you to understand this man in the middle of all these people that were being held up by the customers of the day, stretched out his hand, went against the customs, went against what they thought, and received his hand restored. You're going to have to go against what family think, what friends think. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. And sometimes, just like this man, you're going to have to stretch by yourself. Hallelujah. You're going to have to stretch by yourself. You're going to have to stretch to finish school and get that degree. You're going to have to stretch to get married and, and not have kids uh, before marriage. You're going to have to stretch to buy a house and to have a savings, uh, to have uh, good credit. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Maybe you have mom and dad wounds. Maybe you have mom and dad wounds. And I'm certainly sure you understand what I'm talking about on tonight. Maybe you have uh, mom and dad wounds, wounds that are plaguing uh, your life, 
and your relationships, uh, the, the success of your relationships, you're going to have to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. You can't keep relationships. Relationships keep failing. Relationship after relationship keep failing. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Because sometimes it's more than about you. Sometimes it's what's in your lineage, your bloodline. It's what's in the people that are attached to you. Have you seen families where nobody gets married? Have you seen some families where everybody gets divorced? Have you seen some families where everybody have kids and nobody gets married? Maybe you can't conceive your life being another way. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Maybe it's normal uh, to, be, to be around and to be in abusive relationships. Maybe that's been your experience and the track record of your family. Maybe you can't conceive of things not being that way, but you're going to have to stretch on tonight. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Maybe the thought of, of, of cleaning up your life, going without black and mouths and not smoking weed and alcohol uh, and any other drugs. Maybe you can't see beyond that. And maybe God saved you and you still have these, these situations going on. You're going to have to stretch tonight. Hallelujah. Maybe you have, maybe you have trust issues on tonight. Maybe you have a problem with uh, people getting too close, you're going to have to stretch on tonight. Maybe you have a problem, as Paul said, uh, in comprehending the love of God. And when he says that uh, he forgives you, that that's actually what he does, that what he does, maybe you have a problem comprehending that on tonight. Maybe you don't believe that God actually, he saved you, but, but he doesn't love you. He saved you, but he doesn't want to bring you out and make you whole in your mind, your will, your emotion. Maybe you really can't conceive that. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. Maybe the whole concept of salvation and living a saved life is a stretch for you. Say stretch on tonight. Maybe, it, maybe it's all a stretch to you. Believing and conceiving everything that God has said in his word. Maybe you can see it for other people, but you can't see it for yourself. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. You can see other people uh, have a successful marriage. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's okay for them. They can do it, but you can't see it for yourself. You can't see your family actually being happy. Glory to God. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. Broken relationships with friends, broken relationships with family. You can't have successful uh, relationships on the job. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking, I'm talking to save folks on tonight. I'm talking to save folks on tonight. That God has saved and given new life, yet you aren't experiencing that new life. Because all of these things are plaguing your life. And you can't quite see yourself out of your situation. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Why is it okay that somebody else can be married and successful and happy and be treated right by their husband or be treated right by their wife, but not you? You're going to have to stretch on tonight. How is it that other people can maintain relationships for years and you can't? And yet you don't seem to see how you can. It seems to uh, uh, evade you. It just seems to be just beyond your grasp. You're going to have to you're going to have to stretch on tonight. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. Now, I have, I have one last scripture for you, and it's in Isaiah 54 uh, and 2. And it says, Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. It says, For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. It says, Stretch, spare not, lengthen, and strengthen. Again, stretch, spare not, lengthen, and strengthen. Stretch, spare not, lengthen, and strengthen. I'm going to say it again. Stretch, spare not, lengthen, and strengthen. This is increase for the church. This is what this scripture is, is talking about. It's increase for the church. You know, the days that we're living in are going to require you to be flexible and bendable, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning of this lesson. Stretch, you're going to have to be flexible and bendable to new ways of, of spreading and uh, reaching this last day harvest. Yes, I'm talking to you. I know you I know you don't have minister in the front of your name, but all of us, if we're saved, we are responsible for evangelizing. We're responsible for bringing in the harvest. Glory to God. So you're going to have to stretch. I know you think me win somebody for Christ. Yes, you're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to stretch. And I'm not saying, uh, you know, that, you know, we need to let down our standards because holiness is the standard and it always will be. But when I say new ways, I'm, I'm talking about uh, our standards remaining the same, but it's embracing some new ways of doing some things to win this last day harvest. You know, uh, you know, for an example, you know, the L the LG, uh, LGBT community, they've been preached at for, for so long. They've been preached at for so long. Yeah. They've been preached at for so long and for so many years without love ever being extended. And again, I'm not talking about letting down our standards. Holiness is and always will be the, the standard. But let, and let me preface what I'm going to say uh, by saying this, God loves everybody, but hates all sin. He loves everybody, but hates all sin. We are going to have to be able to represent Christ as love. And you might, you might say, well, you know, it's going to be a stretch for me to, to minister to somebody that's living an alternative lifestyle. Maybe that's a stretch for you. Can, can I give you a, a little story before, before I wrap up? I, I was at work one day. Uh, I was outside uh, doing some maintenance and I saw a young man uh, that I had been, I've been knowing him since he was a young man. He's gay. He was, he's, he's gay. Some of my, I went and spoke to him. Some of my coworkers was out there and they were looking at me like, you know, why are you speaking to him? Well, there's no way in the world I would have allowed him to walk past me and not speak to him because I would have been further enforcing what the church had already done to him because he had already been thrown away. I'm safe and secure in my manhood. So because I speak to him, it doesn't change who I am. But I want you to understand, God may want you to minister to some uh, situations and some people. It's going to require you to stretch. It's going to require you to stretch. I believe, I believe there's going to be a harvest that's going to come from this uh, LGBT community. I believe there's a harvest coming out where God's going to bring some folks out. He's going to deliver them. Men are going to be men and women are going to be women. Because I believe that he's just that good of a God. And maybe that even, even what I'm saying, maybe that might even be a stretch for you to even conceive or to believe. But you're going to have to stretch on tonight. And I mean, when I say bring out, you know, my wife and I was watching this this TV show where this lady said that she was uh, 
uh, delivered from a lesbian lifestyle, yet everything about her dress and her mannerisms uh, said that she was still a practicing lesbian. But I'm talking about being brought out, being totally delivered, even your dress changing, your mannerisms changing, and where, like I said, a man will be a man and a woman will be a woman. I'm talking about total deliverance. And again, that may be a stretch for you to believe or conceive that on tonight. But, but I'm challenging you to be stretched on tonight. If you're if you're living in an alternative lifestyle and you think it's a stretch that the love of God can be extended to you, I want you to stretch on tonight. I want you to stretch on tonight. You know, I'm seeing a total deliverance for, and, and again, I'm talking about for church folks, for saved folks. I'm seeing a total deliverance for saints that have been plagued with mental health issues, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, you've had to hide because of the shame and everything that's attached to some of these things. But I am believing that God's going to bring a harvest of people that have not just felt sad, but I'm talking about people that have been depressed and, and, and are saved. And have dealt with anxiety while being saved. A harvest. Those that have had to deal with schizophrenia, they, they said you were crazy. They said you were crazy. But I'm believing that God's going to bring a harvest out of all those people that have been cast off and turned crazy. But you're going to have to come out of hiding. And be honest and stretch on tonight. You're going to have to stretch for that healing. You're going to have to stretch for that deliverance. You're going to have to stretch for your marriage to be restored. You're going to have to stretch to be a good parent. You're going to have to stretch. You're going to have to stress, stretch to be free of drug and alcohol. You're going to have to stretch to not be angry. I know I know that some things happened in your, your early childhood and you're angry. You're lashing out, but you're going to have to stretch to get past that. You have haunting memories from a traumatic situation or situations that don't allow you to be happy. You haven't been happy for a long time. You're going to have to stretch to get past those things. You haven't been happy in a long time. And if you be honest, happiness just doesn't run through your family. You're miserable. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. You say, but pastor, I'm saved. I know I'm talking to you. You say, but you have, but you, but you aren't experiencing happiness. You aren't experiencing joy. Your, your new life has been a grind since you said you got saved. I'm talking to you on tonight. You're going to have to stretch on tonight. You're going to have to stretch. Maybe the idea of being genuinely happy is a stretch because you just don't think you deserve to be happy. You don't think you deserve to be happy. You know, John 10, John 10, 10 says that he comes to give us life and that more abundantly. Now, abundantly was found in Ephesians 3.20. He comes to give us life and that more abundantly. Paul said that he's able to do exceeding abundantly. You're saved, but you're missing out on the abundance of God. How can that be? You're going to have to stretch on tonight to receive the abundance that God is so readily uh, willing to give. Hallelujah. 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 It says exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Glory to God. I want you to stretch on tonight. I'm finished. I want you to stretch on tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for those that are listening, that are tuned in on tonight. And Father, I ask that you would touch hearts, minds, will, emotions. If they're struggling, God, to believe and to conceive, Everything that you have for them, God, I ask that you would help them to be able to stretch on tonight. 
stretching what they're they're asking, stretching what they're thinking. Help them to comprehend the depth and the length and the width and the height of your love on tonight. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. Thank you for helping us to stretch on tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you. Amen. Listen, I thank you for tuning in on tonight. And as always, I've enjoyed my time with you. Listen, again, our cash app is up. And if you feel so led to on tonight, we're asking that you uh, would so. Uh, we believe that this ministry is good ground. And again, as I said earlier, uh, we've been putting out quality, consistent content uh, for three years now. And if this ministry has helped you in any way, and we ask that you would just sow on tonight, no pressure. But if you if, if we're adding any value to your life on tonight, then we're asking you to sow. The cash app is up. It's uh, dollar sign winning in prayer. It's dollar sign winning in prayer. If uh, if production will take down this comment, you'll be able to see the cash app. There we are. It's cash app dollar sign winning in prayer. But listen, I thank you for tuning in on tonight. And again, if we are bringing any value to your life and we're helping you in any way, feel free to sow on tonight. Listen, we love you with the love of the Lord. I pray that you are stretching on tonight and what you are asking and believing God for. Listen, my wife and I love you. We thank you for your support from our heart to yours. It means so much to see you tuning in every week. Your comments, they're everything to us. It, it encourages us. Uh, it Listen, your comments, your tuning in, let me tell you what it does for us. It causes us to stay in this word. It causes us to pray. Causes us to fast. Why? Because we want to be the absolute best. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to anywhere near be a a fly by night ministry. So again, your comments, your tuning in, it causes us to try to be the best we can possibly be. And listen, we just thank you for your support. And again, from our heart to yours, we appreciate you. And until next time, keep winning in prayer. We'll see you next time.